time now for History Matters. Taking a look back at this week in history with the one, the only, the bundled up for the cold <laughs> Scott Washington, historian extraordinaire who joins us in the studio now. Good morning. You know, How are it's you? It's one of those times of year when we can put on all our clothes and just feel, <laughs> feel comfortable and then we'll get acclimated uh, after the first cold snap here. Uh, yeah, it's true. Like in, in a couple yeah. of like couple of months, we're gonna be like, eh, thirty five uh, small yeah. potatoes, nah, whatever. Uh, not a problem. Well, um, this is an interesting week, and sometimes you know we look at the what's happening this week in history, uh, but sometimes events pop up, like uh, the announcement uh, that the next quarter that is going to be uh, distributed oh, yeah. uh, is Anna May Wong. Yep, and uh, this is a series of five uh, women. And she is uh, Asian American, and uh, she's listed. And it, 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 you know, this news just came out yesterday. That's why I say it's really breaking news. Mm -hmm. They're supposed to uh, introduce it, I think, next week, and then uh, it'll go into distribution uh, across the country in 2023, which is really exciting. Um, she was born in 1905, um, lives till 1961. Uh, she was actually her 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 name when she was born is Wong Leo Stone. And though she was known professionally as Anna Mae Wong, um, she's born in Los Angeles. So she is not somewhere else. She's here. Uh, her parents were first-generation immigrants. And um, in 1919, she starts uh, starring in uh, silent movies as an extra and begins to get increasing roles all through the silent films, all into the talkies. Uh, but she also faced this continuing prejudice against Asian Americans. So she was breaking glass ceilings, trying to push against roles, in fact, turned down roles when it was so uh, stereotypical. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, hats off to her and, of course, so many others who have done this repeatedly. Yeah, you think about the, the, the like, pioneering yeah. Asian-American actors, black actors right. in the 20s and 30s and 40s. Like, the, the roles that they got were yes. just so stereotypical right. that, you know, in, in a lot of cases, they had to take roles that you would never consider. Think about, like, Hattie McDaniel and Butterfly McQueen and Gone right. with the Wind, Anna Mae Wong, the movies that Josephine oh, yeah, Baker Dragon had to Lady, do. that's how she was right, kind of right. <laughs> typecast, unfortunately. Yeah. Paul Robeson. And, like made it a thing to not take those roles yes. and for that reason like he ended up not having the film career that he that right. he might otherwise have had but, uh, but that's, that's what they difference. faced yeah, yeah. Who, yep. who are out there and really challenging stereotypes yep. and also inspiring new people to take a different look at themselves differently seeing themselves represented in film and I think that's that's probably one of the great things about a pluralistic uh, nation like the United States where we get to do that and uh, certainly in other places around the world as well where we celebrate that diversity and inclusion. Uh, these are good things and that's why we'll be celebrating Anna Mae Wong when we start using those quarters and asking for change. It'll be interesting to see like if that uh, enables like Americans to go back and, and revisit some of her films because yes. I don't think like a lot of the movies that she made are are very well remembered or, or no. often watched but they're good movies like they're worth going they back are. and checking and it, you know, it's she, just she was that, great in them and but I, I just liked the fact that she guests kept moving yeah. on that even when she was faced with prejudice she did not stop she just kept pushing the bounds uh, biding her time it reminded me of something else happening locally to segue into this and it's about uh, what happens on October 22nd. Now, we're going to go way back now, 1780, and it's when uh, we're in the middle of, or 
into well into the Revolutionary War, and General George Washington's orders a, a Major General Nathaniel Greene to assume command of the Southern Army, uh, and uh, which he does uh, in December third. But the interesting thing about Green is he's a young Why guy. Why did he not do it on October 22nd? <laughs> well, is there like a hem and haw period yeah, well, in November? Right. Or? Well, uh, there had been, a, 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 I think it was General Gates who uh, had been defeated, and so they had to turn around. And he's the fighting Quaker. <laughs> he was raised in a Quaker household, but he really liked military strategy. The Quakers did, weren't terribly fond of this, uh, but he turned out to be really brilliant and uh, has a role locally um, in that uh, towards in 1780 going to 1781 uh, Cornwallis this feared general uh, with battle-hardened troops is chasing this American army led by Nathaniel Green across the Carolinas Cornwallis burns his baggage uh, train and he chases him up here and either uh, this fellow uh, uh, who was part of uh, uh, this name Gatewood mm -hmm. was part of this uh, plot or the planning or both, Dudley Gatewood, um, and a, a diversionary army goes up towards where we would call Danville, where the uh, the Dan River is the size of the Potomac, and um, Cornwallis chases the wrong army. Mm -hmm. The main army, led by Nathaniel Green, goes up into Virginia. They will fight Cornwallis uh, to a real standstill uh, the following month in March. But this, uh, this is a terrific ruse, and I'm mentioning this only because the, the Daniel Boone village uh, has this house that George Washington stayed at in 1791 mm -hmm. when he wanted to revisit some of these places in the South he had never been before. But Dudley Gatewood actually uh, was a, uh, one of the people who helped for this ruse and also to get the American army across uh, that Dan River. And uh, that house is still standing. It's the last surviving structure. I was going to say, on that note, do we know what's going to happen with that house? Because no, I we know don't. that's a thing. Yeah. No, we don't. Yeah. And there has been uh, some good interest. Uh, Laurel Kilgore and uh, Sidney Kilgore from Hillsborough have done their best to try to help save outbuildings and this building. But so far, it just hasn't uh, gelled quite yet. But if anybody wants to see a house that George Washington stayed at, that's it. But Nathaniel Green, uh, the reason I bring him up is Nathaniel Green's uh, motto when he was writing back to the founding leaders of the country was his strategy was fight, get defeated, rise, fight again. Now, that's just a good one anytime yeah. when you're faced with setbacks. You know, fight, get defeated, rise, fight again. Just like uh, that happened to Anna Mae Wong, she just didn't give up. And uh, okay, so do we have time for? We got one? time for one more. Okay, yep. this is great. Well, you know, I have to mention this one. It's about our pets. And during the pandemic, whether it's dogs, cats, goldfish, um, uh, birds, whatever it is, have been a uh, certainly a comfort and have done their fair share. There are two that come up this week, and of course you always know the ones I like to talk about. Yep. Uh, the French <laughs> sent, uh, they decided to send not a chimpanzee at first or a dog, they sent cat into space. Um, and uh, it was named Felix, and then they turned out it was a, a girl cat, so they called it Felicette. And she goes into space, comes back, and survives. Does very well in zero G, actually. Calms down, which is kind of it's interesting. Fair, yeah. And the other one, of course, is in 1943. That was in 1963. 20 years before that, um, in 1943, uh, British troops capture uh, this town, uh, Calve uh, Vecchia, in Italy. 
Um, but it had been already targeted for bombing. They got there early. They couldn't get their messages out, so they sent a carrier pigeon. Believe it or not, those were still being used. This carrier pigeon's name was, and this is really true, G.I. Joe. And this carrier pigeon must have great headwinds. It travels 20 miles in 20 minutes, <laughs> which is kind of remarkable. That's pretty good. And you, know, you can't make this stuff up. It really is what happens. And uh, actually, just in time, as the planes were warming up to go on this bombing run and stops that mission, saves a thousand lives of these troops. So, uh, you know, our hats are off to those people um, and uh, also uh, Anna Mae Wong and, uh, of course, uh, uh, the good Nathaniel Green fight, get defeated, rise, fight again. That's a good model for all of us. And that's why history matters. Scott Washington, thank you so much. Thank you, Aaron.